Well, go on, family. There. There. I love the back. You, know, you come with it. Obviously. <laughs> you come with it. First of all, have to take an independence. Bro. And that me a sermon, even have a blood clot flag around your face. Let me find the flag. Let's say, call me a yardy. Call me a yardy. We like Benz and Bimmers and Arlies. Yeah. Mm. I knew, knew you was out here celebrating on the full, bruv. Jamaican independence out here, bro. I'm not even lying, fam. I'm not even been celebrating today. I've just been working the whole day. That's it, bruv. That's it. This is interview number two from the morning. Um, we've been doing these pods now uh, for quite a while. We started them in um, quarantine. And yeah. it's just taken off. So um, when we got added into this little special animation world, I was like, yo, let me holler at Midas. That's himself. <laughs> easy. That's a little bit of himself, but... How you been, brother, man? How you? I see you just moving up the ladder, just, just thing to thing. I'm good, man. I'm just as all of us do, like really, like working hard, putting everything we've learned in all kind of different creative fields into one. Obviously, I'm really pushing this gaming thing and and kind of putting all my eggs in in that basket. But in terms of me, I'm blessed, my brother. There, I'm alive. Uh, still got, I still got health, got my wealth, so I, I can't complain. Is it? Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel you. I feel you. But like, I kind of want to dive into, you know, more origins actually, because obviously I know gaming is where where you're at now. But a lot of people that I know that know you don't even know how you even got into presenting, how you even got into gaming. Let's pull it all the way back. Let's go back to Fulton Heath. <laughs> I said Fort and Heath, you know. Go back to the ends. How did you even get into the whole like industry world? Like, what made you say like I really mess with this industry? Well, obviously South London all day, but I'm a bricky man still. I weren't even from Heath. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, so creatively, I've always been a creative individual. Um, but my whole journey was music. Like, my plan was always to be the biggest dancehall artist in the world. That was always the plan. It was nothing else. And um, on my journey of being a musician, um, I got casted on quite a big TV, um, TV show for um, Channel 4, a yeah. show called Musical. And it was myself and different artists from different musical genres who basically lived in the house together and put on a modern-day musical. So, like, the only black people in the show was, like, me, Miss Bratt, I was a dancehall person. Miss Brett did the grime, and then everyone else was like indie and rock. And we had one R and B singer as well. So it was like all different genres of people. We lived in a house, put on a modern day musical, and I was just chatting to the camera all of the time. And they were just like, "Raw, you're really confident, man. Like you confident." But I'm like, "There's no such thing as a shy dancehall artist, you know. You can't be a, sh- a dancehall artist and be shy. You can't come up on stage and be like." Some word in my track. <laughs> yeah, that don't work. We got energy, we got vibes, things. So I just got really used to talking to the camera and really, really enjoyed it. And it made me say, right, you know, I wouldn't even mind trying a little presenting thing. So I did my first presenting um, job for um, Flavor TV. And that was because I was an artist and I was always, always kind of... Um, being interviewed and asked questions. And I was like, right, let me do a show where I interview people and ask them like random questions. And that was like my first kind of tippy-toeing into 
kind of being a presenter. But music was always the plan. It was nothing else but music. And mm. I continued doing music for years. Um, and yeah, I, I quit music three years ago, man. And, and literally since then, everything's been gaming. Gaming, 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 gaming. And then, because I think when you came into gaming, it was quite a shock for me. I was like, I didn't know my this was a gamer. Like, and you jumped into it. How, how, uh, anyway, I, I didn't expect you to jump in it any other way, but you jumped in both feet. I'm in here, I'm out here now to the point where, like, you're like my go to when it comes to like UK gaming. I'm like, yo. Anything gaming-wise, let me ask Midas first. <laughs> it's 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 mad because, like I say, music was always my plan. It was always my journey. Mm. And um, the reason why I quit music is basically I worked on the biggest project of my life for three and a half years. And then as soon as my release came out, like my whole kind of team broke up and mm. I was kind of left on my own. And it was just like, so many doors closing in my face and I just, just I just felt deflated. I was just like, I can't do this anymore. But I've been a gamer longer than I've been an artist because I've been an artist since I was, I mean, an artist, I was an artist for about what, 15 years, but I was a gamer since I was a little man. Like I've always game. Like even when I was a recorded artist, like I'd always take, a, I've always, I never work around my birthday and I never work around Christmas. And those were my gaming time. So I would spend a whole week, my birthday week, just banging out games. Christmas, just banging out games. So I've always been a gamer, but it was just like, and a hardcore gamer. I've had every console, like every PlayStation console, every Nintendo console, other than the Wii U, because we don't talk about that. Most Sega consoles. <laughs> like, I've always been a gamer. Yeah. Um, but it was just never something that I thought career path. And because I was doing the TV presenting, and when I started doing the gaming presenting, I was doing gaming presenting and music at the same time. So the plan was still music and gaming presenting, which is something that I enjoyed doing. Um, but yeah, just kind of, when I just was like, you know what, F this music thing, I can't do it no more. I was like, you know, I'm going to put all of the energy into gaming. Like you said, full um, head first. And luckily my background's TV. So yeah. I never started in a YouTube phase. I started on TV sets. So I yeah. learned how to produce content. So what a lot of people don't know is not only am I a presenter, I actually produce most of the content that you'd see me in. Not everything, but a lot of the content like my show on GGR on GRM. Yeah, 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 yeah. I see it. Like, cause even that, that GGR show just, for me, it showed a lot of like diversity and it showed me uh, a lot of your professionalism in it. I know a lot of gamers, you know, obviously, aren't from you know the tv background that you're from so are, are pretty much learning in their bedrooms but you've been for me an authoritative figure on the production of your gaming channel it's always looked very professional so clap to you right there and it's always looked like this could go straight onto tv now like your youtube channel looks like it's set for tv <laughs> yes. like it, it made perfect. thank you man i appreciate that do you know what mm. That, that to me has always come back down to the from, like I've always, like as a black man, my dad always told me you got to work 10 times harder than everyone else in the room. Mm. So that having that mindset is everything I do has to look super professional. So yeah. everything I do has to look like there's a big budget, even if there isn't. Like I remember, I'm taking it back now, but I remember MySpace days. Oh, like yeah. I used to, I, used, I paid someone to design my MySpace <laughs> so it looked like a... 
to, so it looked like a professional website. And then I started getting international bookings, fam. I started getting bookings in like Switzerland and Sweden, and they'd fly me out to go and perform out there. I wasn't even getting bookings in the UK. Yeah. People was booking me from above because they would come on and it was like, rah, this looks sick. He yeah. must be big in the UK. This time <laughs> I was a little man. But yeah, so that, that professionalism for me, like there's no excuse for your product to look shoddy. Yeah, we don't all have big budgets. Yeah, we don't all have the best equipment. But you see now, it's so easy to be able to produce something great on a small budget. Like I do bigger budget stuff and and like I've been lucky enough to produce shows for like Universal Records and, and produce like GGR specials with like, like we did a special with like Jesse Lingard and stuff. And we've got a bigger budget to produce something like that. But yeah. like the, even since COVID, the stuff I do... I, in my yard like i'll do stuff on my youtube that looks levels and it's only a couple grand like like maybe two three grand on the equipment i'm using yeah yeah but, that, but where there's a wall there's a way in it like i think covid has taught a lot of people like sometimes you don't need all the extra studio and, and this and this and this you need a you know, little bit of camera laptop good internet connection and you can get with a little like know-how everything's googleable <laughs> in it like little bit of know-how you can really make it happen straight from your bedroom and then i think what you're doing right now is is currently a part of the big youth media youtube generation it's the diy generation you know of of you can do it yourself and and if you if, you, if you're passionate about a certain field and you may not have thought it was a place where you could make money with the current stuff that we've got now streaming and own platforms and websites and you know social media you can build it from home, innit? Which is pretty much what, what you've done here, man. I remember when we were playing kids, come games as kids, bro, with Nintendo and Super NES, and you would have never thought you could come on your TV, talk about the computer games, and earn. <laughs> well, what's 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 incredible for me? Like, the, one of the reasons why I started GGR is I consume a lot of YouTube content. Like, that's where I watch most of my content. I watch gaming stuff on a daily basis. And what was really frustrating is everything I watched, no one looked like me. No one talked like man. And I'm like, everyone around me, I know games. And even if they'd not seen themselves as a hardcore gamer, they're always bang a COD. They're always bang a GTA. Yeah. They're always bang a FIFA. So even if they're not like me, who's playing like Final Fantasy and Legend of Zelda and stuff like that, even if they're not banging them games, they're going to be playing some type of games. Yeah. And every recording studio, there's a PS4 in there. And so everyone around me is gaming, but we're not reflected and being seen mm. uh, when I started, because I've been in the gaming industry for like five years now. It's getting much better. And you're seeing so, more, so many more of our faces because like you're saying, it's, it's much cheaper and easier to get in. But when I started, fam, I didn't see no one who looked like me. And I was like, we all do this thing that you need <laughs> yeah. to like let us be seen. And yeah. that was the amazing thing of actually partnering up with GRM. So my show GGR, um, we produce it externally. Myself and a guy called Richie Driss, who's now randomly a Blue Peter presenter. We came up with the concept of GGR. We'll pause you there a second. My, my mic's gone a bit mad. Hold on. Is that us? Uh, oh, we're back now. Yeah. Do me a favor. Go next door and ask them to turn it down. Just come out the door, knock, and just say, can you turn it down for like half an hour? So I'm outside. We're dealing with outside elements. <laughs> cool, my G. So why, as soon as you come out, it's the door right in front of you. Yeah. Um, what's it called? But like, yeah, like, um, yeah, like, realistically, I think, I think, yeah, you've definitely turned over a rock where 
they definitely wasn't checking for us in the gaming world. For me, gaming was was really like a stateside kind of like, you know, Japan, Asia kind of thing. And in the UK, it wasn't very represented at all, I don't think. It was, but not really. And I remember you doing it, it definitely opened up um, a big window for people that look like us, that play computer, like you said, COD, FIFA. I've been playing FIFA since FIFA 92. And you know, you go into, into a couple of barbershops, that's an argument right there. <laughs> like, yo, you ain't got skills like me. I'm, so. pro, I'm, I'm surprised you weren't playing Pro Evo them days, fam. I was never a Pro Evo fan. <laughs> I never liked Pro Evo. It was fake. <laughs> Not like that. FIFA was where I'm at. I'm just playing a bunch of men playing FIFA as a youth man. And like, I'm from like the Street Fighter era. So even like seeing where games have evolved from now, like looking at like, you know, new Street Fighter games, like, you know, the anniversary that came out the other day and the new Mortal Kombat, my mind is like, <clears throat> I'm like, yo, it's, it's come so far. And to see someone like yourself, you know, showcasing it, knowing that we this that we watch these games, we check for new stuff. And because I'm not like watching for new computer games all the time, I know I can come on your channel and you'll tell me about, look, this is out or check this game out because you're not playing, you know, I'm a, I'm a big football game head I'm a big boxing head they need a new boxing game if you know anything please please beg them I need a new boxing game in my life but like now yeah now my kids are like on Fortnite and on their switches and stuff I am unaware of a lot of the information about these games and and the new games coming up and it's great to see someone that looks like me that's from us explain it in a way that is so clear that makes me go yeah you know what I'm gonna go check that out (laughs) appreciate that man yeah it's just all all it is 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 me just being honest to who i am and voicing what i love like i love video games i've loved video games for years i've been lucky enough to be able to have that as my career now and what i'm trying to do is i'm just trying to talk to me basically like you're me i'm you like we're the same like i'm just trying to talk to me and just convey what i like and yeah. what I think is sick and what might interest you. Yeah. And and it's it kind of it's funny because I feel like of the last three years, people see me as the gaming guy now. Where before it was a word because obviously I was always the music guy for so much years and, and the dancehall guy. People yeah. kind of struggled to kind of differentiate me as a gaming guy now. But now like the amount of my bridges phone me when they're going to buy a new game, like Arnold O'Cheng, the actor, Snakey Man, he's always calling me like, fam, what game, do I, what game do I need? Like, what game do I need? Or like, Jalera, Bear Gas, he just hit me up earlier and asked me advice about gaming and stuff. So I feel like, without realising, I've cemented a good place where people are kind of like, oh, you're the gaming guy that we need to talk to, which is amazing. And it allows you to be able to see what I'm doing and, and see what other people are doing. Because there's plenty of other people in the space and be like, oh, sick, I can do that. Because like you said, when we was young and we was playing like Sonic or Street Fighter or Streets of Rage, whatever we played, like like Street Fighter is one of my, my favourite games or when we first started playing Mario Kart, I never knew gaming was a job. Yeah. Like, I just gamed. You just gamed because <laughs> you enjoyed it. Enjoyed it, you loved but it. there was never a path where that could be a job where now... Exactly, where now I get to talk to people and kind of inspire people to be able to say, well, you can actually work in this thing. And like, if you want help or advice, like, let me kind of show you the, the, the best and easiest ways. Yeah, man, you're definitely my go-to. Like, I've got a lot of like, 
youngsters that look to me like videographers and, and bloggers and stuff, especially in the gaming world, as soon as they ask me, they're like, you know, where do I go? And I'm like, follow my address on Instagram <laughs> first and follow wherever he is. Because I just feel like, obviously, your real professionalism really shines through. And it, it for me, it's, it's always a reliable source. And I know that's a big thing on YouTube. That's how you build your subscribers. That's how you build your platform, being reliable, you know, being informative and being consistent. So that's something that I definitely think you've done, man. And, and I'm looking forward to seeing a lot more from you. But um, I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that a lot. But in the sense of like the gaming world in the UK, do you think we've still got a lot more to come? Or do you think we're still going to be like catching up with the rest of the world? Oh, no, every, everywhere's still got uh, a lot more to come. Like, it's still, for me, I always say the gaming, the thing I like about the gaming industry is very inclusive. It's very welcoming. People are very open arms and welcoming in the space I'm in because I'm in that kind of journalism space. On The online space is still super toxic and that needs mad work. And it still needs to be like more like black and diverse faces on the big gaming platforms because like all of the big gaming platforms that I watch, it still can count on one hand the amount of black faces or faces from different races so there still needs to be so much more diversity and happening but the great thing is this industry is a baby industry like the gaming industry is like what six it's between 60 to 80 years old fam. that's nothing it's like look how long movies have been around and how long yeah. the music industry it yeah. is a proper baby industry so it's growing and and what's dope is like you being a dad you've grown up on games so then even though you might not be aware of everything that's going on you grew up playing video games so you've got that connection with your kids and then when your kids become parents they grew up on video games where most of our parents didn't grow up on video games they didn't like we're like the first start of that generation so could you imagine if if we were the first kind of generation of watching movies or going to the the cinema so that's (laughs) like we're like so as much as like graphics are sick and, and all of this is happening and gaming's worth fair money and esports is like one of the biggest trending words ever. Esports is bonkers to me right now. I'm still trying to wrap my head around esports. Um, yeah, that's even a whole nother world. <laughs> yeah, like I don't think, even that I was, I was trying to like do a little research on it the other day and I, I don't think I truly understand it. Like I know um, the Formula One, I know the race car for e- esports is, is massive and like, um, I did have a youngster the other day ask me, like, you know, how do I even go about getting involved in that? And I was like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> like I'm literally, I'm just like, might just, might, no, ask him. Because it's, for me, I've always thought there was going to be competitive playing at some point, but I just didn't see how they were going to go about it. So I know now the money in esports is just, you know, going through the roof. But do, do you think esports can... Would, would definitely be the future of sports you think it might almost reach the same plateau well it's the simplest explanation to what esports is for anyone who doesn't know esports is literally professional gamers all right so it's people who get paid to play um, um competitive video games yeah. now the best way to kind of look at it is um you're bridging sunday league and premier league now, your brethren might love kicking ball and he loves kicking ball and he goes and plays every Sunday with his brethren. But it doesn't mean he can go and play in the Premier League. Yeah. And it's the same as like, I love video games. My job is I play video games, I reveal them, review them, I talk about them. 
I cannot play at a Premier League level in video games. There's no, there's no one specific game that I play off enough that I would say I'm at that level in it. So if you, if you, if you want to play at a professional level, you need to be at that level. So you can't just think, oh, just because I kick ball. Like sometimes we get gas and be like, ah, oh, man can lick off head tops in, 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 in thing. But you see, like the profe- professional, like fighting games, yeah. um, people. Fam, when they practice, they when you in in the practice mode, you see all those lines. They're all grid boxes, all right. So these are called hit boxes. Yeah. They study how each hit will go in a certain box, so they know what how to hit you and what hit to 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 do while you're in a specific place in the stage. They know how to if you're getting hit, they know how to cancel out a special to move it into another hit to reverse. Fam, if you don't know them thing there, or if you're, or not even if you don't know them thing there, but if you're not at them levels, you're not at Premier League level. Just, just know, like, just because you can rack up your brethren. Yeah, yeah. You know what the test is? This, this is the test for all the olders out there, right? Or our generation and above. If you go and play your youth them, right? Just go and play them. My sons are six and 11. My six-year-old hands my ass to me every time we play Dragon Ball Z. He just, I don't know what he's doing, but I'm there like, he's six, I'm 32 year old, sweat dripping, trying to hit, shit. That is the, that is the test for me. If you've got kids, go and play your kids. Then you'll realize also, you're not that guy. <laughs> also, esports e- is a young man's game because it's about your reaction times. The older you get is the slower your reaction times are. So like, if you're young and you're passionate about a game, then the, the the main advice I would say, keep on practicing, get yourself up and then start doing like online tournaments. Because if you're sick and you're doing online tournaments, say for example, if you're sick at COD or mm. Fortnite and you're doing online tournaments and you're licking off heads, mm. then you're going to get discovered. People are going to start approaching you or you can hit up people up for teams and stuff. But you need to be dedicated to whatever game it is that you love. You can't just say, yeah, man, I'm sick at games. Because I would say, yeah, I'm sick of games. I'm a gamer, but there's no... But I wouldn't be able to go and beat someone like King J at Street Fighter or, like, I'm not at that level on one specific game because I'm a, like, I just like to talk about and play various games. Yeah, yeah. That's a good But with, without skipping your point, I do think, because technology is one of the biggest things ever, I do think it is going to get to that point where it will be a level, a, a level field. Yeah, definitely. It's good advice as well, though, because I know, like, Said my oldest son's 11, he's, he's a Fortnite fanatic. I still don't even understand Fortnite. He's always trying to get me to play it, and I'm like, I don't know what you're doing. It's the building, fam. I can't do the building thing. <laughs> Isn't it? It's too much. There's too much going on. I, I, I like to just go in there, beat him up. Let's get in. That's my, I've only, like, I said this to my boy, I did the wrong thing. So I've been playing Fight Night from when it came out. That's just me in it. Man come to my house, play me. I'm nice. But I started talking smoke. I went on live. These little youth them have been handing it to me for a minute. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing. But I'm like, I can't move. I can't move. <laughs> but like, definitely, I think, yeah, reaction time. I think the youngsters have, have, have really got it. And they know, I think the information that you just gave out there about, you know, practice, 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 practice. And also understanding that it's a new world. Like, like I said, back in the day when we were kids, gaming wasn't an option for a job. You know, it, it never exactly. was an option. Now... It's a genuinely goal for certain for certain youngsters coming up, and it's viable. So yeah, I'm, I'm definitely an, I have an advocate of my son like um, 
he, he wants to get into business because obviously he sees dad doing what he's doing and my gaming is somewhere where he's really at and I've always kind of encouraged him to like play numerous things just to get like you know like the feel of stuff but um Fortnite is somewhere where he's really passionate about so I'm kind of nurturing it and I definitely want to want to watch for it but um um jumping on to gaming you said about the online world is a bit toxic and um would you have you got any like advice for parents that may have kids that are playing computer games like what to look for or you know uh, parental blocks or have you got any advice for any like parents that have kids that play computer games like how they can help them through it i think it's super important for parents to be aware of what's happening in their children's lives regardless so if your children are super into video games i'm not like saying learn what hitboxes are or learn one of the things but learn first of all what console are they on so if they're like playstation nintendo switch and xbox have parental guidelines on there so for example if your kids on a nintendo switch you can have an app on your phone that tells you how long they're playing each day you can set so you don't even have to tell them to come off you know like when we was little and we'd get told to come off and we'd hide the console and so your mum wouldn't know that you're switching yeah, yeah. it off yeah, yeah. <laughs> the youth can't do that because it goes straight to their app and then it says uh, a notification comes up and say your playtime is going to end in in 10 minutes and they actually have to go to their parents and their parents have to put a code in for them to continue playing so like <clears throat> you can put locks on so um like if your kids on a playstation you can put locks on that they're not able to purchase anything without getting permission stuff like that so being being um very instrumental or like the first thing is find out what platform they're playing on. So what console, are they on a PlayStation? Are they on an Xbox? Are they on a PC? Are they on a Nintendo Switch? And then you can get the various apps and stuff and then you can set the guidelines that you want to accept and not accept. And then the second thing is, is just normal parenting, like communication. Like I get that they're kids and, 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 and they're playing, but mind your mouth, innit? Because if they, if you heard some of them kids talking the way uh, their parents will box them in their mouth, innit? So know yeah. yourself. Because I'm downstairs. If I come upstairs and hear you talking like that, I'm going to conk you in your forehead, <laughs> innit? So, yeah. So I think... Just know. <laughs> yeah. So I don't, I don't think, I don't, like, I think a lot of parents get super scared and they're like, oh my God, I don't, I don't get it. Like my best friends always hit me up about advice and stuff about for a child and i'm like it's it's simple enough as long as you know the ecosystem and you get a parental app so you can kind of control what you want so you know that they're not spending money and stuff like that it'd be pretty fine you don't have to learn like how how many shots it is and stuff like, like that you don't have to go into that thing because there's a lot of single mums who might not even be interested in video games and they're not trying to learn all of that what they want to be able to control what their children are doing and who they're interacting with so get the, um, the relevant app on your phone for whatever console your kids are on and then you can have a clear guidance and understanding of what they're doing and i know bear use are vexing me for telling their parents <laughs> that now because they can't be sneaking on at two o'clock in the morning when no, they should no, be reading no. their book i i know it I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a dad you know i got i got three of my own kids so i know done tough <laughs> like, that's on unit like and i know that I, I know like I, I know gaming was a big part of my life like growing up and i dip and dab in it now but um it's a, it's a great place and I, I always say to my son me being aware is just so you can enjoy it the worst thing i want my son to do is to go in there and fall into a chat room or something like that and it has a negative effect on him he never wants to play a computer game anymore so me, exactly me being aware is assisting him and so he can keep playing 
safely and en enjoy what he's doing and build it up in that way. Um, it, like even now, like our parent, he, he badly wants to jump on YouTube and I've just said, when you get to 16, we'll, we'll baby you in and then you can yeah. grow up, you know, how get your own personality. Don't be like molding other people. 16 is a nice little level and we'll step you in. Get to 18, I'll leave you to your own devices. But um, yeah, that's, that's good, man. I, I rate that. I rate that, man. And just like said, parents, just see it as like you'd see anything. Like you wouldn't let your kid just say your kid wanted to do kickboxing. You wouldn't just say, all right, bye. <laughs> like you'd find out where they're going. Yeah, you got this, man. Lick a man down, innit? Kung Fu kick style. You're going to find out where they're going, who their teacher is. So it's just, it's just, just informing yourself of that. You wouldn't be, you wouldn't go and learn how to kickbox because yeah. they're going to kickboxing things. So just see the game in as the same thing, man. Yeah, 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 definitely, man. But I, I need to pick your brain, man, because I've I've seen the new consoles come out. I know the Xbox are about to release. They're crazy. What's it called? What's the new Xbox? Series called? X. Series, Series X. X. And obviously, you got PlayStation about to drop theirs. The graphics for me are just like I don't. This is insane. What do you think the future is for gaming right now? I know graphics are getting better every single time, but I feel like there's 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 something else that's going to be added in. I'm not a gamer, so I don't know. <laughs> As you can see, I'm a I'm a big PlayStation guy, so PS5 gang all day long. <laughs> but it's mad. Um, consoles are kind of becoming PCs. Like yeah. they literally get into that level where they're they're using like the components and stuff like that, and they're, be they're becoming PCs. But what I think is happening now is um, consoles are becoming like part of your normal entertainment system. Yeah. So. Many years ago, back in the 70s, a t TV was a privilege. Not, not everyone had a TV in your house. Where now most people's front rooms are set around their TV. It's yeah. like your TV is a centerpiece and like where your sofa is and stuff is all <laughs> kind of based around your TV. Yeah, yeah. Um, so like if you went to someone's house and they said, oh, no, I don't have a TV. You'd be like, raw. Like you wouldn't, like it would be an abnormal thing. Um, and then it was the same with like laptops. Like when we were young and not everyone had a laptop, we had a PC that everyone had to share that had that dial up. They went, oh. <laughs> yeah, you just don't understand about dial up, you know? That was like don't get. 20 minutes you come home from late night trying to turn the computer on. They don't get it. Waking up the whole house. <laughs> Mad. Um, and then laptops has become cheapness, has become normality. Like a lot of kids don't even watch TV. They watch laptops. They watch the internet. Um, so, yeah, I think what's happening is where technology is getting better, um, computers, computer games are becoming like normal part of people's day-to-day -day lives. Um, but it's just the technology is getting closer and closer to PCs. But one thing that I think is going to be super interesting, and it's not really doing it yet, but I would say probably by the time your kids are your kids are adults and they're like in their late 20s vr and ar is going to be really something that's going to kind of take off like being lost in that word because because virtual reality is out now and you can do the oculus riff and you can do the playstation yeah, yeah, vr yeah. but the graphics don't look like how the graphics look and like there's still like a lot of motion sickness and stuff like that so i think that's going to be something that's going to be really important and even really important to how we communicate so, because AR for me interests me more than VR, because VR is virtual reality where you're just in that world, but AR is when you're in that world, but it's augmented reality. So, me and you could be talking, I could have an AR signal, and then you're standing there, but I'm still in my yard. 
So I can still see my house, but then I could see like you there talking. And that's where the future of technology is really going to change the game. So could you imagine like, (laughs) so could you imagine if, could you imagine like you, you live in Canada and your uncle or your cousin or your brother lives in Spain and you got a birthday and he just puts his, everyone puts their AI unit and he can be in the party for a couple of hours or stuff like that. And I think that's where where technology is really going to, really going to go to another level. You know what? That's mad. Like, joke, I've, I've known of VR, like I've used the Oculus and stuff, but I've never heard of AR. Like, just <laughs> in my mind, is well, the funny thing is, you probably used AR but not thought about it. Like, for example, like phones use a lot of AR. So, like, if you get like a po- like the Pokemon game is oh, AR. Yeah, so, because you, you go out. You go out on the street and you see the Pokemon on your phone, but it's not really there. Yeah. But what proper AR takes it to the next level where you'll be able to have it as a headset and you'll be seeing it in the room, like like some um, Akira stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Taking it like some Akira manga stuff. Yeah, I know you mean, but that's, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I know that, yeah, my Instagram has like little filters and I have like a little, like, yeah, a little Pokemon running or a little dinosaur. But that obviously, AR, yeah. like, obviously being able to interact with it. But that's, yeah. That's bonkers, man. Like, even with this, like, obviously, we've got our, our animator on right now, and he's been teaching me a lot of stuff about puppetry and how, you know, characters are put together. And I was playing, um, oh, crap, what was I playing now? What was it? There was, no, I wasn't playing, sorry. I saw the trailer for the new Halo um, last week. And, like, graphic-wise, looking at where Halo 1 has started to now, I'm like, yo, I'm waiting to get the full body pack. <laughs> I, I'm ready. Let's go. <laughs> It's mad as well because I feel like that is the future. But I also feel like like sitting down and gaming in front of a TV is always going to be there. And when like the Nintendo Wii came out and everyone was going like that, and yeah. like people thought that kind of gaming would take over. But I think people still like the simplistic stuff of being able to just have something in front of their TV. The same way that everyone will go to everyone will go to the movies, but people still like to just be able to go on Netflix and watch it. Yeah, yeah, in their in their TV in front of their yeah. So that I think that easy thing will still be there, but I think that next level stuff, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be amazing. And gaming is a great space, man. It's 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 gaming is very much like reading a book. Like you remember, like one of the things that I hate of being an adult is I don't read as much as I used to. And I remember I used to read books and just get lost in that world. And I feel like when you watch like a movie or like a show on Netflix, like a straight reaction. It's like, oh my God, that's sick. And then I just kind of, then it's gone. Where gaming, like you really get lost and, and sucked into that world. And, and they're designed that way. They're designed for you to spend as much time as possible in there. So Yeah, I, I heard something clever from a, um, a comedian a couple of years back. And he was like, he's like in his, in his 50s and he plays computer games. And he goes, the reason why I love computer games over reading is because when you're reading a book, you can go to chapters. You can just keep going. But in a computer game, if you can't beat chapter two, you have to go back and start again. Until you figure out and learn what it is to get to the next level, you can't move on. Yeah. <laughs> it takes a level of like of like learning and understanding so you can go on to the next chapter. And obviously yeah. the diverse games that are coming out now, man, you've been you've been showcasing a load of them to me that I've never heard of. But the storylines in them are so in depth and creative. I'm just 
I'm there for it. Like, you know? yeah, it's mad. Like, if you if you look at the recent um, The Last of Us, Naughty Dog's last games, like if you look at the graphics in that game, it's mad. Like, it looks like a real person. Like, certain times you got to look and you squint up your eyes. Like, is yeah. that they really made that in a computer? <laughs> yeah, you can see like I was watching, what I was watching the other day, and you can see like the hair moving, like his physical hair on his beard would move. I'm like, that's that's. I'm from Street Fighter, bro. <laughs> man move like this. You go up and down. This is, I'm seeing the water move and like pixelations in their face, movement creases. I'm like, yeah, for me, gaming is, is, is a limitless and I'm, I'm here for it, bro. So what are you playing right now, man? I need, to, I need something new for my, for my console. No, I need something new for the Switch. Okay. Uh, so I love my Switch. Um, so I just, I literally just put, put out a review for Paper Mario, which is the Mario RPG on um, Nintendo Switch. That's really cool. Um, there's not been that much Switch games out this year. Like the big game this year has been Animal Crossing, where everyone's got lost in it. Um, on my PS, um, I've just completed Ghost of Tsushima. That's Soul Six Samurai, like proper Samurai. Yeah. The Last of Us um, Part Two is incredible, and that's just for adults. That's a proper narrative and dark story. It's amazing. Um, Final Fantasy VII Remake. That is my game of year. That game blows my mind. But there's so many. There's so many classics on the Switch that if you haven't played, I would always recommend that you check out. Like um, Mario Odyssey is sick. The Street Fighter. The original Street Fighter collection on 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 the Switch is dope. The Street Fighter Two, and what's sick is you can get the what how I play it is I've got the new graphics with the old school sound, so it's got the, uh, the old the school, music. the original music and original Hadouken, like that original <laughs> arcade sound. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, what else is on there? There, there's so many, so I so love many. That, but for me that, but yeah, but for the Switch, it was like the original. Games like yeah, Mario Kart or uh, Mario, so Mario Odyssey, and then even Mario Kart. Like playing with my kids, we've got we've got multiple controllers, so like uh, we we took it on the plane with us last year actually, and like we had to calm ourselves down because <laughs> I'm playing Mario Kart, but you're on a little screen and there's four of us playing it. But for me, yeah, the Switch they they've really made those nostalgic games come back. I think I think the Switch is probably the best console in terms of family and being an adult because one is super easy easy when you're playing like i'll just be chilling on the sofa playing something or like the same like i'm i'm being in the airport with my girl and we were playing flight was delayed for like two hours and we just busting up mario kart and the time just went like nothing or like mm. thing and then the one thing about the one thing about like playing on playstation and xbox you lose unless you're playing a street fighter or fifa you lose that couch co-op that we grew up with like fam do you remember playing n6 um golden n64 four what? man in a room golden gun like golden that was gun. waiting for that golden gun golden gun that was golden levels gun. where <laughs> now you now you don't really have that but nintendo are really good at still making you have those four player experiences so you can play like mario kart with four people in the room or play overcooked with like four people in the room so yeah, yeah. they've got really dope experiences for that yeah, man, definitely. Uh, yeah, and, and I have realized that that was Switch. We were, we were really quick to buy the Switch because it did def definitely had that family as aspect and travel aspect. You know, I'm always out and I'm always taking the kids with me, and it's just something that they can just take with control pads off and play anywhere. Um, and it's fun as well. It yeah, it's a dope piece of technology. 
Yeah, man, I love it. And I think I think it's just going to get better, to be honest. I bought um, the light version for my younger son. Um, wasn't sure about buying it for him, but I just didn't want to buy another Switch in the house. <laughs> so I was like, let's buy... Yeah, it's more solid. It's more solid, the light version anyway. Yeah, so we, we've got the original Switch and I bought... Sorry, I lost you for... Yeah, it's just a Kent internet went. Um, yeah, so we bought the original Switch and then I've got the light yeah. An additional computer so they can have their own separate time, but um, yeah, man, it's dope, man. I'm I'm looking forward to diving into. I'm an Xbox fan. I'm not I'm not there on PlayStation yet. Wait, don't look at me like that. I got my camera guy saying, "Oh, you damn Xbox whack people." <laughs> no, I play Xbox. It's all right, it's all right. Hey, my little but my little brother's an Xbox guy, so he's Halo mad. He's he's Halo and Fable and yeah, and man. and them them games. I always say like for me like. PlayStation, I'm a PlayStation guy. I think they've got way better first-party games and better games. I think Xbox is a better console if you just like shooters. If you're just into like shooters, like it's a better controller for COD and stuff like that. But unless unless that's if shooters and if you're only interested in shooters, that's yeah. the place for you to be. But if you've got more of a diverse palette, yeah. PlayStation's always gonna be there's some dope games, man. Like, but I know, yo, I know you're connected in this game of world, so I need you to write a letter. I need you to make some complaints. Get me a new boxing game, please. I've had enough. Like I'm, I'm gonna, do you know what? Yeah. I'm gonna look into it for you. I'm gonna look because there may even be some boxing games, but I haven't heard of a boxing game for a uh, long time. And they've came out with I know Mayweather came out with his own one, and um there was another little fake version that came out, but like Fight Night is the main version, and they haven't made since Champions yeah. there hasn't been a new one. And I know like big boxers, obviously McKenzie families, I know big fighters that are still yeah. fight night now because there's no option to play anything else. Even so that they've made um, the old version, the 360 version available on uh, the one and all the other Xboxes because they know yeah. boxing game to play. <laughs> I didn't even know that boy because the only thing I see man really banging is the UFC. Oh uh, yeah. No, I've just got into that lately because it's a new thing to play, but I'm not even yeah. a UFC fan, but um, yeah. like the Starbender and that got me back into the UFC. So I thought, you know what? Let me have two, two little touches. <laughs> I put Tyson Fury and AJ in there. Like we're going to get all us boxing fans over there now. Like, no, <laughs> I can't finesse me. I need a proper boxing game. So, That's yeah, funny. Write letters, complain. Say, South London, man, I'm not happy. <laughs> I'll make some phone calls. I'll make some phone calls. Do it, man. But, yo, bruv, blessed for having you on, man. Shout out your socials where everyone can find you. Bless, man. Well, thank you so much for having me. I go by the name of Mr. Midas Games. Um, you can find me on all social medias, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I mean, I do TikTok because I'm not that funny and I'm not that interactive. <laughs> but yeah, my main thing, Instagram and Twitter is Mr. Midas Games. Midas spelled M-I-D-A-S. Make sure you check out my YouTube channel. It's the same, Mr. Midas Games. I've got my own gaming show on GRM called GGR. So if you go to GRM's website, there's a tab that says GGR, or you can just go to YouTube and put GRM GGR. And I also host a gaming show, an esports gaming show. So if you're interested in esports, check out my esports gaming show um, called WTF, which airs on Jinx TV, which is on Sky TV in the UK, Canada, Africa, and the Philippines. Are you out here, bro? Mr. Inter Mr. International Midas. Is that it? That we are saying. Yeah, yourself. But yeah, man, I've, I've, got, I've been helping my cousin out with his channel, um, GMG, which is like more beat-em-ups and stuff. But I'm, I think I've sent him your way already. So 
I'm definitely going to reach out to your videos, get some information, get some new exclusives. I know you're the first man out here with certain games. You know. See, see Nazy, he needs to get on, he needs to do some content about the Street Fighter Five reveal from yesterday. Uh, yo, I'm a bug him. Trust me, I'm a bug <laughs> You know me, I'm Mr. Organizer, so I'm on everybody, you know, we're shooting stuff. I got, obviously we're doing this pod now and then we've got um, a documentary coming out from Maybach via Netflix, hopefully next year. And then we've got tons of other things going on but but it's good to it's amazing to see man that i've known from so young man even like i said you and snaky man and king i've known you guys from probably 16 17 rolling around the music and seeing where you guys are, are at now in your careers is an inspiration to everyone man and I, i'm i'm just happy to see it and i'm you know, i'm happy to still be in the industry and kind of can dip and dab and have these conversations with you guys man because i know where we're from you're not meant to win 